Order up for Sunny. Oh, uh... Yeah, thanks, thanks for filling such a big order. No worries. Trust me, we've seen weirder stuff than a bunch of milkshakes at 6 a.m. This place is, um... This place is open 24-7, right? Um, yep. Did you, um... Did you hear anything strange last night? I don't think so. There was the big storm that blew through just before my shift started. But I wouldn't call it strange. Do you want to speak to my shift manager, or...? No, um, sorry. It's fine. Hey, thanks again. Have a nice day! Hello? Excuse me? Hi. Hello? Um, yes. Good morning. Morning? Oh, shoot. What day is it? Did I miss checkout? It's the last day of your booking. Will you be checking out today? Oh, um, right. Is it possible for me to extend my stay a few nights? Well, you can probably see we're nowhere near busy, with the center closed and all. I can set your booking to renew daily. And then you can just let me know when you're ready to head out. Yeah, um... Yeah, that'd be really great. Thank you. I, uh... Have a feeling the center might be reopening soon. That sure would be a nice bit of news. Oh, and just one more thing. Um, yes? Do you have acquaintances sleeping in your... Uh... Vehicle? Sorry, my, um... The bus. With the raptor on the side? Parked in front of your room? Oh, yeah, that vehicle. Yeah, there are two people in there. Uh, my, my friends. Listen, if they're a little hard up for cash at the moment, I'd be happy to book them a room or two at off-season rates. That's, uh, that, that's alright, thanks. I promise we'll, we'll get out of your hair soon. Alright. Enjoy the rest of your stay in town. Morning. Good morning. Sun's finally up. I, uh, I got breakfast. <laughs> wow, did you ever. Are those burgers? Yeah, um, milkshakes, too. Not sure why I got them. 
just did. Here, I think this one's vanilla. Thank you. You brought them all the way back here on foot? I, uh, took my time. Eat. Don't tell me we're not going to talk about what the hell happened last night. Any chance we could just pretend it didn't happen? You know, no point rewinding and all. Oh, no. Mm -mm. You don't get to use my saying against me. Sorry. Honestly, of all of us, you might be the only one with a reasonable idea of what actually went down last night. Reasonable. Okay. Listen, that rainstorm that blew through town in the middle of the night was already as unreasonable as I could handle. But it didn't stop there. That siren noise that kept pouring out of my radio seemed pretty unreasonable. Oh, and now the mandible's gone. That's very unreasonable. I say, well then, time to leave. I drive out into the Badlands. I pass a bus with an anatomically incorrect velociraptor painted on it. That's unreasonable. But I don't have time for that because my car is broken down and there's an old lady here taking a nap in a pool of her own blood. I try to call you. You don't pick up. But not to worry because the voice of my least favorite person in town is mysteriously warbling through a walkie-talkie to tell me to get out of Dodge. Surely, I think as I attempt to drive an ancient bus through a monsoon with Captain Headwound in tow, surely things will get reasonable sometime soon. Just in time for you three to come barreling out of the storm and nearly wedge yourself under the wheels. Ah, thank you for stopping. And for saving Hawthorne. For saving all of us, really. From what? The mud? From the Moon family's last stand. Jasper? All that was Jasper? And his sister. I'm not sure who won. Did they steal the mandible? Did you get it back? No. They... I think Jasper and the jaw are both gone, Doctor. No, that's that's good. Levesque would kill me for saying this, but maybe some things should never be added to the fossil record. Dr. Levesque, he was... Can you tell me about him? Don't your files tell you everything you need to know? No, no, this is... This isn't for anything, I just... I just mean, what was he like? A pain in the ass. He'd rant day and night about how people on the internet were drawing theropods from the wrong eras together, and oh no, if people start thinking a Spinosaurus would ever actually fight a T-Rex, the science community would never recover, blah blah blah. He'd get so fired up, the only thing that would calm him down was a weekend camping trip in the RV. He was obsessed with food and feeding people. The fridge at the center was always stuffed with homemade meals that he'd force me to share with him. (laughs) You know, he would turn off my radio and put on just the most god-awful French opera while we cleaned specimens. Said it focused the mind for careful work or whatever. I hated it for years. And now the center is so, so quiet. I sit in that big, empty place and I eat 
all alone. I'm sorry, Doctor. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Me too. I'm sorry you've been eating all by yourself in that big dusty center. Hawthorne, you're up. <coughs> Ooh, she she lives. How are you feeling? Oh, quit your fussing. I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. <sighs> Doctor. Listening to all that, I I just want to say I make a mean roast beef. That's true. I, I... Look, that's all right. I get it. Just if you're ever sitting in that old center on the hill and you get a little peckish, all I'm saying is it's easy to throw another potato in the pot. I'll, uh, keep that in mind. Thank you. Well, thank you for picking me up off my face and bandaging my thick skull up. I'll take credit for dragging your unconscious dead weight around the desert all night, but the stitch job? You'll have to thank the other doctor for that. You're not quite fossilized enough for me. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. <laughs> uh, speaking of the other doctor... Yeah, the uh, milkshakes are melting. I, I should go in. Yeah, they'll be a sight for sore eyes. So will you too, darling. How is them? In and out. More out than in, according to her. Is he alone? What do you think? Right. I'll, um... I'll just be a minute. No, you take all the time you need. We'll see if we can sort ourselves out in the meantime. Come on, Doc. as I can. Inside the small, air-conditioned space, still out cold on my bed, is Drathcona. Half-dressed, fully zonked out on painkillers, his exposed leg propped up on a carefully stacked mountain of pillows. The blood's gone, or most of it. Someone's applied a textbook tourniquet and dressed the bullet wound. Clean exit, apparently. Less than an inch from the artery. I realize I've never seen him sleeping. Laying there, all the tension smooth from his face. A little gray from blood loss. He almost looks like a different person. Over him, a long shadow falls. Mel, standing at the window. Somehow in the same position as when I left an hour ago. Arms crossed, those moon eyes almost orange in the glow of sunrise. She looks like a coyote at the very ragged edge of her territory. She turns to me when I enter, sharp and guarded. There isn't a hint of the night's exhaustion in her features. Hi. Your back's bleeding again. It's fine. Uh, milkshake? What flavor? Strawberry and, and cherry. 
Strawberry, please. Strath likes cherry. Yeah, I know. I know you know. She says those four little words, bizarre and monolithic as the hoodoo she grew up in, and she smiles when she says them. Not a viper smile like her brother's, not the sleepy grin of her fellow townsfolk, but a genuine expression that tugs at me in ways I can't explain. It almost seems curious. And for the first time since I set foot in this liminal hell-space town, I feel like I have something in common with someone that isn't rooted in pain. I want so badly to ask her what she means, but that question is smothered by a thousand others, all of them crawling up my throat with soft little tarantula paws. Go ahead. What? You're a private investigator. The whole reason you came to the Badlands was to find me. Like you said a hundred times, this is just your job. You must have so much you want to say to me, so... Um... Yeah. I do, actually. I'm so sorry. Are you? For what? This. Your brother and your family. Your life. Expectations I was trapped inside for years. And now, they're nothing. What Jasper built is nothing. <laughs> it started so innocently, you know. Just a silly club Jasper ran for kicks on the side at the urging of our parents. Before we knew. We did so much at the urging of our parents. I learned how to operate a radio, any radio. And Jasper dug until his nails came off. And then he got serious. Started to really pay attention to the things my parents said, to the writings of our grandparents. His devotion was like a homing signal. People were drawn to him and it turned into something much more dangerous. That's when the real digs started. At first they were small, members volunteering to do what amounted to treasure hunts in their spare time. Then he wanted to go deeper. The digs turned into full excavations. And sure enough, we started to find what he was looking for. What our family had been looking for since the dawn of the last century. If you only could have seen the light in his eyes when we found the first rib. It was the size of an elephant's tusk. Even I felt the air twisting. It was intoxicating. Every new specimen brought back felt like a message. And of course, it all fit exactly what my parents had promised. We were going to raise something meaningful from the mud. An echo from the past. In the flesh again. He almost succeeded once. But I had run scared long before then. You mean... the Sparville incident? Our parents were dead, and I had finally graduated med school. I had never felt more free of this place than I did then. But sometimes... I wonder if I should have been here instead. That's why he started sending you the tapes, trying to lure you back. 
Isn't it funny how our family can do that? Bring you reeling back after so many years? I was in a bad place, which is not where you want to be when you're dealing with Jasper. I missed our parents, cruel as they could be. I missed our home. Some weak part of me thought maybe he was trying to reconnect. That he'd amputated that part of himself like I had and we could be a family again. But he was trapped, panicking, and I was just his glorified courier, digging up the bones he sent through with mud. It ended up being the keys to Pandora's box. After the last dig, I started to hear things. See things. Our house had always been on the edge of something not quite real. But suddenly it felt out of control, like anyone could accidentally slip through the cracks and disappear forever. Or bring back something they didn't mean to. You know. Why did you go through with it? Why are you okay with making a living off reporting the way people's lives fall apart? I'd already stared into the abyss. I kept telling myself, the only way out is through. Even if it destroys the only thing still worth protecting. You did a good job of patching him up. Strath's lucky you went to med school after all. When I was pregnant, he'd swear that I could have the career I always wanted. Would talk day and night about how he could watch the baby while I studied. Get a job with opposite shifts to mine, so we wouldn't have to spring for daycare. That was almost 20 years ago. He's in a lot of pain. He's swimming in morphine. No, I mean, not that kind of pain. He still thinks about what he did to you, Mel. And I think he has more to say to you if you'll listen. I don't know him that. I don't know any of you anything. No, I... I know. But someone needs to get him to a hospital. Hawthorne, too. If you trust me with them. What? I... That's the real reason your detective sent you after me, isn't it? To determine how much of a threat I pose? Do I seem like a threat to you? You seem like the most beautiful, terrifying, dangerous thing in this town, Mel. I think you're a threat, just not to these people. These people will be fine. I can promise you that. And you can go. I see it in your eyes. Same look that's in mine, I'm sure. Go. Drive. Come back tonight, or next year, or never. But everyone here... You might be missed, but I doubt you'd be judged. If you do go, what should I tell him? I... Listen, Strath and I hooked up once. Can't say I blame either of you. Sorry, that was, a, that was a stupid thing to say. I just don't know what that makes us. What he expects. If he expects anything at all. I, um... 
I wasn't the best to him. Maybe I should just disappear. Maybe. I can't answer that for you. All I know is that I saw the look on your face when that gun went off. Just, uh, give him this backpack? I'll do that. Thank you. Here's the key to the room to stay, stay as long as you need. It's all built to the police department. Understood. Sonny, wait. Yes? I... I've lived my entire life and... stuck between spaces that aren't where I want to be. Is this... It's real. You're out. Good. Good. Thank you, then. For showing me the way back. That there was a way back. Thanks, Strath. He taught me how. The good news is that most of the record collection seems salvageable. That's a miracle. The bad news is that the back half of that bus is still a swamp of cola and broken glass. So, uh, watch your step. Yep, that's gonna hit him hard. Wait. Hold up. How'd it go, Sonny? Are they... Uh, uh, is he... Oh, yeah, um... They're, they're fine. They're, um, gonna be okay. Sonny, wait. You're not leaving, are you? Sonny. I... The colt is finally in the ground for good this time. I have my answers. My work's done. Well, you proved me wrong. Turns out you're cruel after all. I won't argue with you on that. What will you two do now? Well, after a trip to the hospital, um, <coughs> I'm sure there's plenty of storm damage to be fixed up over at Blue Dune. <gasps> I gotta find the ponies. And I suddenly have a lot of paperwork back at the center. Paperwork and storm damage. Sounds like we're all dealing with the same thing. Goodbye, you two. Take care of the raptor bus. And yourselves, and... You know. Yeah, I do. Good Goodbye, Sonny. I can't say I understand you. But maybe I understand this. I'll see you around, darling. Strath? 
You're awake. Heard the door shut after you. Woke me up. Truck fired up. Drove off. Why? You should be resting. Or better yet, in the ER. How are you even conscious right now? It's fine. Mel wrapped my leg and pumped me full of happy drugs. I think it's my birthday. I'll be... fine. Bet the buzz you got going now beats the hell out of that cola garbage. Sonny, will you shut up? Where are you going? Um... You know, I don't know. Back home, I guess. Whatever that is. Hey, hey. A week ago, leaving was all you wanted me to do. Right, I know. But now... Can we just talk? About what happened last night? You have got someone to talk to about last night. She is right there in that motel room. You're actively fucking this up right now. She's outside talking to Hawthorne right now. Well, that's no excuse and you know it. This is everything you've been fighting for. It's time to talk to her. I'm just... I know, I know. It's okay. You can do this. What if I told you it'd be easier if you were here? I'm... I'm already out of town. I'll be out of range soon. You don't even have to come inside. We can just sit out there in the parking lot. That's like... That's our thing, isn't it? You've been shot, Strath, and, and we can't just... We can't just sit in parking lots forever. I have to go back to the city and, and figure my shit out. And, and you have to stay in that motel room and figure your shit out. And at some point, you have to go to the hospital. you in the big dinosaur one day. Sonny. That's the stupidest fucking thing anyone's ever said to me. I learned it from you. Hey, I... I left you something. On the nightstand next to you. Do you see it? The milkshake? <sighs> no, the... wire, too. Everything, actually. Did you just leave me the entire case file you've been working on? Well, not exactly. There, uh, is no case file. Not anymore. I deleted everything. Strath, I'm... I'm almost out of range. No, 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 Sonny. Wait, don't...
something new Not sure what hope to find it soon Not trying to complain But I could use a change I've risked it all I played it safe Badlands Cola is an independent audio drama production starring Liz Mori as Sunny, Brigham Snow as Strathcona, Aaron Roselle as Melinda Moon, Ron Guan as Jasper Moon, Danielle Bryn as Hawthorne, Elvis Barkdale II as Dr. Gillespie, David J. Dixon as Detective Nicholson, Dustin Vong Nguyen as Dr. Levesque, Jason Larocque as Cassidy, the motel owner, Faye Holiday as Flo, the diner cashier, and Ray O'Hare as Bob, the store owner, with additional voices by Sarah Rowland and Newton Shottlecotty. Our sound design was by Sarah Baczynski of Polarity Audio Works and Russ Moore. A very special thanks to our artist representative, Giancarlo Herrera, as well as our consultants, Tal Manier, Cole Burkhart, and Jacqueline Cho. Badlands Cola was written, directed, produced, and art directed by Renee Taylor Clint. That's me! Hey folks, thanks for staying tuned for this long. I just wanted to quickly jump in at the end here and say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this show. Um, whether you were just tuning in every other week, leaving reviews, sharing on social media, the fan art, the fan fiction, oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's just been so incredible. Um, and I'm just so grateful that we got the chance to share this spooky little small town dinosaur cult story with you. If you would like to stay with us and support the show past its first season, I highly recommend you subscribe to our newsletter. The two things we get asked the most about are Season 2 and Merch. And while we don't have anything concrete to announce for either of those things just yet, if and when we do, you're going to hear about it first through the newsletter. You can sign up for that by heading over to www.badlandscola.com. Last but not least, to my crew, to my incredible cast, and honestly everyone who helped make this show a reality, uh, it takes a village, truly, to raise an independent, self-funded audio drama out of the ground. I'm just so grateful that I got the chance to work with you all. Not only is everyone just absurdly talented, the entire cast and crew are also just, like, the kindest, most lovely, open-hearted people I've ever had the pleasure of working with. It's honestly been like winning the lottery. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's it for me here. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. And for the last time for now, I'm going to say good night. Changes somewhere in between. Changes somewhere in between.